This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now, today actually marks my first episode of 2023. I'm fresh off my summer holiday, and I hope you, like me, all managed to get a nice break over Christmas and New Year's. Now, as much as I enjoyed being on holiday, uh, I would be lying if I said it wasn't be like good to be back in the studio today here at Free FM. It's, it feels like it's been a hot minute, and I'm happy to be back. And I'm also really happy to be uh, starting the year off on a high. A uh, friend of the show and someone you may remember from my That's the Ticket two-year anniversary episode uh, last year is here. Um, welcome back, Kirsty Dawson-Smith. Kia ora, Hannah. How are you? I'm really well. Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Yeah, it's weird saying 2023. Um, it's weird, not weird. I guess it is weird, but it's great to have you back because you realise this is kind of like my, not quarterly, but like half-yearly check-in. That's how it feels because it's been about like six months since I had you on the show last time. Yes, and your birthday, your show birthday yeah. is in June, so technically we're celebrating like a half birthday for yeah. you, aren't we? Yeah, so depending on how you do today will um, help inform whether or not you're going to make it back for the three-year anniversary. I thought you were going to say if I ever make it back at all. Oh, no, come on, mate. No, Kirsty. actually, part of the reason why Kirsty is here today is because uh, we were catching up at the end of 2022 and she's like, I feel like it's about time I came back. And I'm like, okay, you, do you want to be my first episode of the year? And you said yes, and here we are. Well, I said, I think it's time we turn it around <laughs> and I ask the questions and you do some answering. So metaphorically, well, not quite literally, we're on the, we're going to swap sides of yeah. the table here, of the desk. Are you actually going to get on the tools? No, no, <laughs> no, not today. Uh, no, thank you for clearing that up, even though I prefer the version where I just say, Kirstie's like, I want to come back. And you're like, no, actually, Hannah, I'm going to make you talk about yourself. Yep, that was my clause. I'm like, I want to come back and I want to talk about you because I want to hear about you and I'm sure the listeners want to hear about you as well because we hear so much about everyone and I think we want to know more about you, Hannah Mooney. Um, okay, you've come prepared, haven't you, today? Absolutely, very prepared. Okay, hit me with your best shot then. Okay, well, I was reflecting and we've known each other for 14 years, right? 14? Yeah, and we I can say that this is more than half of our lives we've known each other. Oh, yikes. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I know a lot about you because I know you're my personal life and... I guess a lot of the readers, listeners, why did I say readers? No, keep listen- going, I love it. Yeah. Um, the listeners, I want to give them the opportunity to know to know you. Okay. So you've been doing this show for two and a half years now. Yes. And I just want to ask initially about your creative journey because I know this was the very first question you asked me. Mike, okay, so I always usually... You're right. I ask everyone, like, give me a short creative history, tell me what your journey is. Um, So I guess for me, it started in the womb. Um, No, like a friend of the show and kind of local 
uh, treasure Cecilia Mooney, uh, my mum, and then my dad, Owen Mooney, uh, very well known in the local theatre community. And so I'm pretty sure I was potentially on stage like before I was Earthside. But my first ever show, um, I think, I swear I've talked about this before, but I was three years old and me and my twin sister, Missy, were double cast as Baby Jesus in a Christmas uh, show. Double cast? Yeah. Well, I mean, we were very little, so I guess maybe needed a night off. Yeah, just take turns. Take turns. Um, But yeah, I did theatre all through my childhood uh, down at Rivoli Theatre and then I kept it up in school but I I think when I started into media I stopped um, doing shows at Reveille and kind of just focused on school stuff then high school it kind of just went up a notch into the high gear Kirsten can vouch for that yeah we're at high school again (laughs) yeah I I never did drama but I knew the drama about the drama kids from Hannah gosh it was all go and then um, it was kind of I think I was 16, 15, 16, mum started Stories and More, her children's theatre company, and I did a few of those shows, started off at the Meteor Fringe Festival in 2012 in Snow White and the Pirate. I did go to that one. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I watched that one, yep. And um, then from there, Stories and More, we were doing shows in the Fringe Festival and at the Hamilton Gardens Arts Festival. So I was doing like two shows a year. And then it was when I hit uni, um, I kind of got into the producing side of things, production management. Uh, First show I ever produced was at The Meteor in 2016, my last year of uni. It was Spring Awakening. Uh, with uh, Melissa Martin. And then 2017, I did Legally Blonde with musical uh, Music Makers, which is now Hamilton Musical Theatre. Um, gosh, now it's all starting to blur. I started producing stuff uh, for Mum or helping out with marketing for Mum's shows. I've started doing backstage uh, with Hamilton Operatic Society. I did some backstage for HMT too. Um yeah, it all just kind of blurs together. And then obviously I, I got a job at the Meteor uh, when I finished uni in 2017. Five years there, and here we are. Now I'm Hannah from H3. But I, there's just always something going on in the background. And actually, I feel like I do need to talk about my most recent kind of stint uh, producing-wise, which was uh, Heather's The Musical at the Meteor in 2021. A uh, bucket list show for me. And so I'm glad I managed to knock that one off. Yeah, I remember watching it. That was great. I can't believe that was 2021. I know. It, it, it feels like it was yesterday, but also it feels like an age ago as well, just yeah. in regards to what's happened, um, you know, in the world. But I don't know. How was that for the brief creative history? That was great. I was yeah. just listening and smiling because I, I know these things. Yeah, and you're I'm like, like, I lived this. I was like, I was there. Yeah. I went to that show. And then tell me a little bit about how... TTT, that's the ticket, with Hannah Mooney came about. What was the inspiration and what was the backstory behind it? Okay, so back in the day, pre That's the Ticket existing, there used to be another art show on Free FM called Art Space. And I used to be a guest on there quite a lot because I was good friends with the host, Ben, who I've actually had on That's the Ticket, um, which was quite surreal because we were on other sides of the desk. Um, but I used to come on there quite a lot when I was working at the Meteor because he'd be like, oh, just come and tell me what's happening at the Meteor. And I'm like, well, there's always stuff happening. 
And then he was like, hey, you're not too bad at this. I'm going on a holiday. Do you want to, like, be a substitute host? Like, do you want a relief teacher this? And so, yeah, I think it was a couple years I did, like, three, four episodes in a row while Ben was on holiday. And then Ben stopped, like, stopped doing art space and stuff. And I got approached by a friend of the show and employee well, program director here at Free FM, uh, Mike Williams. And he's like, hey, we've got an art show slot if you want it. And I was like, maybe I do want it. And then I'm like, okay. And he's like, cool, you just need to like tell us what your buzz is, give us a name. And I'm like, oh gosh, what name am I going to think of? And then Missy came up with the name. <laughs> okay, I wanted to ask what, yeah, how how did that's the ticket? Like, well... Because well, it was an inside joke or... No, she just thought of it and she's like, you could do that's the ticket because everything I came up with and I can't even remember, which is probably a good thing because none of them were very good. Um, and I was just like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And she's like, what about that's the ticket? And I'm like, bro, I think I might actually. And she's like, are you serious? I just kind of like... It was like the first thing she sort of thought of, like said it super offhand, super low-key. And then that ended up being the name of the show. And what a great name it's been, you know, TTT with Hannah Mooney. Yeah, it's it's become part of my personality, I would say. Yeah. But it, I don't know, it's been, it all just kind of happened and at the start I was like, what, I'm not, air quotes, qualified to do this. And this is a thing I used to do a lot and I don't do anymore is I'd always be like, I'm not qualified to do that. I'm not adult enough to do that. And then... I still end up doing the thing and then I realise I'm like, oh, you fully can do that, just, like, try and do it. And then that's kind of what's happened with that's the ticket. I haven't listened back to my first ever episode. I don't imagine it's that great. Well, I've got a surprise for you. No, I'm kidding, we don't. (laughs) Imagine if I played it. But, you know, you just... It's been two and a half years and I'm still here. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I must be doing something right. Absolutely doing something right. I had a quick last-minute question to ask you about this as well because you're saying you didn't feel qualified and I think a lot of people in their lives don't feel qualified for whatever it is they're doing, you know, that sense of imposter syndrome. What, What qualities or skills does one need to host something like this but also about yourself what have you learnt about yourselves and like the skills? Is there any like hidden traits that you've uncovered, you know, in the past two and a half years? I mean, I think the thing that I uncovered is how repetitive I am as a person. Because it's not until you listen back to yourself on a podcast that you realise how often you reuse words. Um, examples, mood, crikey, jinkies. Like, these are all things that I say in everyday life, and everyone's like, oh, Hannah, it's funny, she always says merge, but then you hear it, like, six times in ten minutes on That's the Ticket, and you're like, something's got to change. But, no, that's the, you know, jokes aside, um, the one of the greatest things I learnt doing That's the Ticket is that, in theory, you don't need to be air quotes, air quotes qualified. You just need to be passionate about what you're talking about and want to do what you're doing. You know, if you're willing to sit here and talk, 
you're already halfway there. <laughs> you know, no, but essentially that's it. And and I say this all the time. Um, the key thing with radio shows and podcasting is because when I get guests and they're like, oh, I don't think I'm interesting. What am I going to talk about? And I'm like, if you care about what you're talking about, that's what makes it interesting. It doesn't matter if it's factually correct. It doesn't matter if it's in like the top 10, like best conversation topics list or anything like that. If I'm really passionate about like unicycles and I'm telling you everything I know about unicycles and why I love them, then it's going to be more compelling than me reading a like, you know, Wikipedia article. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the passion and the engagement yeah. comes through. I feel like I got very passionate talking about it. I loved it. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> like, you know, when people say this is the, the age old theory of, Man, me and my friends are so funny. I think we'd be really good at starting a podcast, you know? Yeah. And nothing's more attractive than the bros with podcasts, like the group of boys with a podcast. But it takes more than talking with yeah. your friends, right? But, I mean, this is what we're doing now. Yeah, I mean, there is a bit of admin involved mm -hmm. and there's slight technical ability, but I, I don't know if they're trying to keep this a secret in the radio industry, but it's very, like, simple. <laughs> I guess to actually operate the desk is, is kind of like volume up, volume down. Well, I'm still intimidated by that thing. That's why I'm keeping to my side of the desk yeah. for, for the day. Okay. Well, you know, maybe one day you'll get a hern. Maybe. But we'll see. I don't, I'm not necessarily sure if that's allowed. But, um, yeah, just kind of planning and not being afraid is my thing. Because I used to feel fuckamar about approaching people to come on the show. Because I'd be like, oh, I'm just this little, like radio show they're not going to want to come on and then nine out of ten times people will say yes and if they say no it's not because they don't want to it's because they can't you know find that you know it just doesn't work timing wise logistically yeah. yeah but like just take the shot just give it a crack the worst thing that can happen and by golly i've had some technical difficulties i've, I've like, been i've been like, involved in some like it, it just happens in a flash. It feels really scary at the time. And then you move on and then you just do the next episode. You keep going, you know? Yeah. You can, you can only do better. Like, as yeah. in, that's... The in only your... way is up. Who it's, sings that song? Yeah, is that a song? Yeah. I don't... Well, I don't know. Um, I think that's a theme tune to The Only Way is Essex. Wow, that's a deep cut from Kirstie Dawson-Smith today. <laughs> I've never watched the show, though, sorry. But um, on the topic of the songs, seeing as you're kind of hosting right now, could could I break for one of my Please. Life? Okay, I feel like I want to kick off the year with Rick's pick because at the end of 2022, we ended the episode with Rick's pick, so I feel like we want to start as we want to go on. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, this one, I feel like... It's got Easter egg energy because I feel like it's going to sound familiar to a lot of people um, for a really random reason. And I won't, like, spoiler it, but um, it's a song by the Coasters and it's called Yakety Yak. Are you familiar with the song? Not by name, but potentially when you play it. Okay, and actually before I play it, um, for those of you who are unaware of what this mystical, magical Rick's pick that we're talking about is... 
Um, basically, I have an Uncle Rick. Uh, he's a great listener of music, great listener of radio. And when he found out I was getting That's the Ticket while starting That's the Ticket, he's like, okay, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list. And uh, every week he can play Rick's pick. And uh, every week I have. I'm just like, is this is probably your like fourth Rick's pick, Kirsty? I think it is. Yeah. And it's always great. Love Rick's pick. I mean, honestly, he's getting his own fan base. Soon I'm going to have to change the title of the show to like, that's the ticket featuring Hannah Mooney. Or that's the ticket with Rick's pick featuring Hannah Mooney. And like, Rick's pick featuring that's the ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it's going to evolve to. But um, yeah, this is a bit of an old school banger, but uh, sing along if you know the words, fam. And uh, we'll see what else Kirsty wants to ask me after the break. The papers and the trash. Just finish cleaning up your room Let's see that dust cloud with that broom Get all that garbage out of sight Or you don't go out Friday night Don't go back You just put on your coat and hat And walk yourself to the laundry mat And when you finish doing that Bring in the dog and put out the cat That's the ticket with Hannah Mooney. I am Kirsty Dawson Smith with Hannah Mooney. Today we are asking Hannah the hard hitting questions, right? That, that was a nice little intro there, bro. Thanks. How are you finding the show so far? Um, it's a bit different. Uh, that Rick's pick helped. Uh, that was yakety yak. I feel like it helped me kind of get some nerves out of the way because it, it's not every day that I'm on this side. Of, well, I'm on the same side of the desk I usually am, but it, it's not every day that I'm um, answering the questions. Yeah. Well, this in depth because I like I make gags on the show all the time about how I you know like talking about myself and stuff. But, but usually, you don't get to talk about yourself, do you? Well, not in this much detail, but you know, it's it's quite nice. My, my ego is feeling full. No, <laughs> I'm 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 kidding. But um, no, it's it's quite nice. Kind of, uh, you know, you started that first kind of segment asking me questions that I normally ask other people, which is quite nice, and I feel like it's it's fair that I answer the questions I expect other people to answer, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a look in the mirror, isn't it, you know? <laughs> I, you know, I've got big shoes to fill today to okay. to try be you, but I can't ever be you, you know? Yeah, you haven't made a pun and we're already, like, 20 minutes in. No, <laughs> I need a... Well, I can't prepare a pun. It just has to yeah, come it out has naturally. To be it has to present itself. 
Yeah. Doesn't that? No, I'm trying really hard to think of one and it's just going to get No, you young. can't force it. Yeah. Well, had a, you know, more things to ask you okay. and seeing it as it is the first episode of 2023. It is. It's a new year mm. and is it a new year, new you? How are we feeling about this year? Oh, I mean, you know, we're only like 10 days in. That's already a third of January. When you put it like that, uh, bro, that's scary. Sorry, <laughs> me feel like I haven't achieved anything. Um, no, like I don't know. I always get hopeful around New Year's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missy and I were talking about this ahead of New Year's. There's always like a sense of hope, that fresh start. Often, when the weather's nice, it, it gives fresh start energy. Um, so I don't know. I'm not saying this could be my year because I feel like every year is my year. That's that is the energy, <laughs> you know. Well, because I, I feel like I always kind of do something, you know, out of the ordinary. I'll try and do something different every year, even if it's a small thing like, you know, get a haircut. Are we going to see you with a new haircut soon uh, or I mean, is this too soon? No, I, like I am in need of a haircut. Thank you for asking. No, um, but like the other day, you know, because my hair's at that point where I need a haircut and every time I see it, I'm like, oh, my hair looks bad. And then the other day to Missy, I was like, oh, maybe I should just, like, go full on short hair. And she's like, I reckon you could pull it. And I'm like, I reckon I could pull it for a week. Pixie cut or, like, yeah, yeah, undercut? Yeah. Imagine if you had an undercut. Oh, bro, I always wanted an undercut. Uh, thanks, 2010, Ellie Golding. But, I mean, I've got curly oh, hair. wow, yeah. Um, but... That that's the thing, and there is a link to this because when I look back at my life and kind of years in my life where I kind of upskilled or changed things up drastically, uh, I refer to them as the Renaissance period. Renaissance, <laughs> Renaissance. Messi coined that also, um, but it's always kind of correlated with when I've changed my hair. Okay, yeah. And so, you know. I remember when you did get that shorter haircut, you were a new person. Yeah, yeah. And then from that point, I kind of just, other things in my life change, like employment, relationship status, that's the ticket, like all that sort of stuff. And so it, it's all coincidental, but then it all just kind of links back to the hair. For some, I think we, some of us, like, the power of the haircut, the haircut changes you know changes your state of mind changes your mood changes the era i feel like this is not a good conversation for me to be having like pre-booking a haircut because i'm probably going to do something bananas now now that we've had this chat i'd love to see it (laughs) i mean i will say for um you know everyone listening right now uh when kirsty and i caught up at the end of 20. 22 when we decided that this would be the first episode for 2023 um like did her hair real cool and real different like for me (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) she's like hannah will like this if i go a bit like 80s like curl style and it was a huge mood (laughs) i did not do that for you today no i did that just for you and then i was like to you i'm getting my hair dyed tomorrow so um, literally the next day went you know did a full 180 yeah. I mean, I don't know if I've got any 180s in store for 2023. This is me circling back to the original question. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I feel like it's already looking quite busy. Yeah. Like, in my work life, it's looking quite busy. But I think 
my main thing is, you know, I used to make jokes when I worked at the media that the, being Hannah from the media was part of my personality. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I want to try and not let my job define me. It's oh, o- yeah. yeah. It's okay if that's the ticket defines me because I'm bloody proud of this show. And it, it didn't hit until we had the two-year anniversary in 2022 that I was like, far out, you know. And so even today, this is my 121st episode. Wow. Yeah. You one two one, baby. Goodness, I love this. But, yeah, I think I'm just going to take it one day at a time, try not to spend so much time being like, I'm so busy, and just focus on actually, like, doing my life because if i think about the amount of time i worry about being busy or not having enough time i'd probably save time if i didn't do that right Mm -hmm. and i you know a bit more chill i want to read more yeah (laughs) read more i mean i'm quite slow i'm quite a slow reader but i really enjoy reading books and that's the thing around this time of year because i've just come off my holiday i've been reading and i'm like this is great and then stuff gets busy and I, you know, lose my progress. So I, I'm always trying to, like, read before I go to sleep instead of spending, like, three hours on my phone. hmm yeah. Well, because I wanted to ask you, like, describe the horizon for you. Like, what's on in 2023? Any cool things that you're really excited about? I mean, I'm really excited about three years of That's the Ticket. Yeah? Because, um, I don't know, I just feel like the show's getting better with age and already looking at january like i've got the next few january sus the rest of the month shows like i've got people booked in and so i quite like the idea of you know having it all booked in last year was kind of the year where it got more people asking me to come on the show as opposed to me looking for people to come on the show which is always really exciting yeah uh but that's a power move yeah so all I see is kind of positives on the the horizon. It's, it's, it's full of possibility. Uh, with that's the ticket, with, like, my life already kind of in that weird time between Christmas and New Year's. I tried, you know, I tried some things that I don't normally do. Went for a bike ride with my boyfriend along the river. Like, yes. climbed... Um, well, not putong yeah, up to the Ruapani lookout. But, like, I don't normally do stuff like that. And I'm like, just give it a go. Are you having a hot girl summer? I'm having a sweaty girl summer, (laughs) is is, is what me and Missy call it. But, yeah. And that's the thing. Over the break, I've been running a lot, and so I'm like, oh, should I do another half marathon? But that's the thing. It's really easy to kind of set goals when the weather's nice and when you're on holiday. But then you get into reality, and it's kind of hard to fulfil it. But I don't know. We'll we'll just see how we go. (laughs) Yeah, and then for for this this baby of yours, that's the mm. ticket. Where do you see that's the ticket in you know six months? Like when you turn three, what's what do you want to see? Oh, I mean, obviously, I want it to still be kind of as it is because I feel like we're in the heyday. Can I say that? Yeah, I mean, you'll probably be there for the when we turn three, so you can ask me this question again. I don't know. It depends on the viewer listeners. Depends on the listeners. I'm like, you could probably help me with this, but I'm like, should I start... Like, I have a That's the Ticket Facebook page. Uh, Like it on Facebook if you haven't already, team. But, like, do I need to get on the gram? I thought about that because I was going to 
tag you in something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was no tag. There's no tag. People just tag me, myself, and me, which, like, I'm not mad at. But then part of me feels, I'm like, oh, but you've been going for almost three years. It's too late. But do your listeners, are they Instagram people or are they Facebook people? You know, it depends on the demographic. Where do they? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like my, my listeners um, kind of change all the time depending on the guest, though, which is the great thing because I know kind of guest is the same. And I think that's kind of another thing I'm really looking forward to uh, this year and in the next six months with That's the Ticket is all the different people I'm have the possibility to meet on the show. Yeah. You know? Because obviously I love a good returning guest, but, like, I get to meet so many cool people and I'm really looking forward to welcome, you know, to welcoming new people on the show and obviously kind of celebrating the Hamilton art scene. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously there's some infos already out about what's coming up um, in the creative community this year, but, you know, it's only a small proportion yeah, did um, you want to talk about more what's what's coming, what's coming in up? the scene? Yeah, is that you segueing my second segment on that's the ticket? Yep, oh. I saw the opportunity and I took it. I'm proud of you, Kirsty. I'm um, proud of you, Hannah. <laughs> gosh, it's such a positive episode. Um, they're normally really no, they're normally super positive, <laughs> which is what I love about the show. It's, it's always just such a good vibe. But uh, upcoming events in no particular order. Uh, Disney Fro- Frozen Junior is running at Rivoli Theatre. Uh, that's v- approaching very quickly, actually. Uh, season is kicking off on the 17th of Jan, uh, January, and running until the 21st of January. Um, there are a mixture of daytime and evening performances with tickets available right now via iTicket, but they are selling very quickly, like, so fast. Some well, of them are selling, like, rather than hotcakes, or, like, ice cakes. Yeah, like... Ironically, all the shows have the little flame symbol next to them, and I'm like, it's frozen. It should be a snowflake. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, nothing kind of means haste more than fire. Even though if you're in a fire, do not run. Just, yeah, health and safety PSA. Um, Audition-wise, uh, Morrinsville Theatre have auditions for Back to the 80s running on the 14th of January. There's a Facebook event with more info and links to audition forms. Uh, give it a cheeky search and uh, know that I will be putting up the link with the podcast of this episode, so make sure you give the That's the Ticket Facebook page a like if you haven't already. Um, Hamilton Arts Festival... Uh, sorry. Hamilton Arts Festival Toy Order Kitty Kitty Roy is back this year, running throughout the city from the 24th of February to the 5th of March. Tickets are available now via Event Finder. So that's Hamilton Guns Arts Festival, but they've had a name change, which I think is pretty groovy. And uh, last but not least, if you're looking for some school holiday fun this weekend, Enchanted Entertainment Stories in the Garden uh, continues on Saturday, the 14th of January. That's running from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Uh, Tinkerbell and some other enchanted fairies will be hosting an hour of storytelling and games for all ages. Uh, the event will be running in Garden Place with the Hamilton Central Library being the wet weather venue. Wow. Yeah. See, it's the 10th of January and there's already, like, so much on. Yeah. And, you know, there's all ages. All I heard you saying was all ages. And I'm like, can I rock up to the Enchanted Princess Party I think you can. I pro- yeah. I'll I'll go with you if I'm around. I might not be around. I could be keen for uh, Back to the 80s. That sounds very arsay. Or yeah. do you mean you're going to audition? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I thought about it one for one second. 
um, I think it's something that we could attend together. Yeah. Um, we've got to dress up on theme, though. Yeah. You've and already got the hair sussed. Yeah, but, you know, so here's a story. Hannah and I went to see Mamma Mia earlier in 2022. Yeah, it was almost a year ago today, wasn't it? It was in uh, Feb. Feb. Okay. Feb. And we initially were going to dress up, <laughs> but the vibes weren't right, so no. we didn't dress up. Yeah. Any regret? I mean, it was pretty COVID-y. Yeah, still. yeah. No regrets. No, no regrets. No regrets. Yeah. I feel like I definitely still got up in the like. You did. I had a dance. You loved I, it. Yeah. Well, I feel like I need to give the people what they want, mm. which is quality entertainment and good vibes. Yeah, I think so. Just thinking in terms of like big goals, big vibes. Yeah. Like you don't have to. You don't have to say who, but. Is there like a dream guest? Like, imagine if you could have any person, or like, could you see yourself like, you know, inviting someone on your show? I mean, you're already here, bro. I know, but aside from me, like, and aside from Eddie Redmayne, who else would you want on this show? That would be pretty cool. Like, ah, oh. I think you could throw a name into the wind and then like make it happen. Yeah, but I, I've already got some really cool guests lined up, though. Yeah? Like, I might already have, like, some people who I'm really excited about, and so mm. I don't know if it's spoilery energy. Well, I've it's, got, it's up to you if you want to plug or if you want to spoil. It's it's a state of mind. <laughs> you sound like me trying to get the tea from other guests right now. This is me channeling Hannah Mooney. <laughs> this is me trying. That's Taylor Swift uh, reference because I'm going to play a Taylor Swift song in a minute oh. to avoid this question. No, um, no, I'm I'm branching out actually in in a couple weeks. I've got some TikTokers. <gasps> oh, yeah, I'm I'm quite excited. Is it me? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you, I'm not. You're on TikTok, but I'm you're not, not posting. You're just no. creeping on there like me. Uh, I don't even creep Do on not? the people I follow. I just, I just, at the, all I'm seeing at the moment is this kid called Tofa. Okay. Yeah. Um, my, on, on there. my TikTok's a magical place. It's full of a lot of kind of like musical theatre and comedy videos. Mm. It's truly wonderful. I would love to see Moulin Rouge featuring old mate Aaron. That's, uh, yeah. I think that's the dream. Yeah, I would love to see it. Uh, well, uh, Hamilton Arts Festival have Moulin Rouge like in concert. <gasps> like they have the music. Stop. Yeah, it's on the Roto Lawn. Yeah. Shall we? I think we might. And are you going to dress up? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always... It's always Kirsty. we go to stuff and she's like, we should dress up because she wants me to dress up. It's because I want to do Hannah's hair and makeup and I haven't had the chance to yet. Your time will come. Yeah. But, you know, the right time. The right time. Uh, which maybe this event, maybe back to the 80s, we'll see. But uh, tell you what, if Taylor Swift, uh, you know, she's going to start her Eras tour in, in the States mm-hmm. this year. If it comes to New Zealand then you can go to town because yeah. <laughs> I would like Kel to go to that show. You'd love to make the whole place shimmer? Bro, it's like you know what song I'm going to play. No, really? <laughs> well, I'm going to play Bejeweled, and is that from that song? Yeah, I only know it because of TikTok. Okay, bro, we've come full circle. Oh, great. All the um, segues. <laughs> but uh, for those of you who are not getting this inside jokes that we are kind of like rudely doing on radio, um, I'm going to play Bejeweled from Taylor Swift's latest album, uh, Midnight. It may be sound familiar to you if you're on the TikTok. 
Baby love, I think I've been a little too kind Didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind And the shoes I gave you as a present Pushing someone first only works when you're in their top five And by the way, I'm going out tonight Best believe I'm still bejeweled when I walk in the room Make the holes, they shimmer And when I meet the band They ask, do you have a man? I can still say I don't remember Familiarity breeds contempt So put me in the basement When I want the penthouse of your heart Diamonds in my eyes I polish up real, I polish up real Making the whole place shiver. Shimmer. <laughs> I was going to make Ed Sheeran and Matilda Swift next up. I thought we were listening to Taylor, not Ed. It's because there's an Ed Sheeran concert coming up, which oh. I'm not going to. I'm going to Are with you? my mother. I'm being her plus one. That seems on brand for you. Not for me, no. Do you not like Ed? Not really. Oh, he's, okay. he's, he's radio pop music. He might be listening. Hi, Ed. <laughs> hey, Ed Sheeran. Would um, you like to come to the show on the third birthday? Yeah, let's do it. Let's make it happen. I think I have played Shivers on uh, That's the Ticket in the past because it's on my rum playlist. I find it very motivating. Yeah, it's good. Upbeat. It's one of my rum playlist guilty pleasure tracks, so I didn't expect myself to be kind of mm. talking about it today, but here we are. Just put your guilt out in the air. Yeah. Um, so... I had some more questions. Of course right. you did. I always have questions for you, Hannah. Love it. So I want to talk about, you know, we're 
the show is about the arts mm-hmm. and there are a lot of artists who listen as well. So yeah. those who support the arts, who want to know more about the arts and, you know, creators. Yeah. And as you were saying, New Year, it's all about hopeful, you know? Yeah, we're yeah, all, yeah. We're all about that and making big plans, big goals, big dreams. And when we are doing that, right, we always want to run, like, straight out the gate as soon as we hit January 1st, right? Yeah. But how... It's, also, you're talking about running, okay? How do you pace yourself as an artist, right, when you've got so much you want to achieve? Oh, see, I feel like you're probably more equipped to answer this question, question than I am because, like, I feel like I'm a very, shit, like, scheduled artist because mm. I'm, like have producer energy and then like this podcast is my art and I'm an audience member you know I just live my life in in my google calendar Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I mean my biggest advice I have for you know creatives out there because it happens a lot I get guests on that's the ticket and they talk about how they just do stuff back to back Mm -hmm. or it's like they do 14 shows in 12 months and I'm like that's more than one a month you know and i guess yeah pace yourself Mm -hmm. try not to say yes to everything because even though it's fun and stuff you don't want to get burnt out um yeah do stuff for the process and for you not for the outcome Mm -hmm. so don't just do it because you always do it try something different um You know, stepping out of your comfort zone is scary, but sometimes it's what's needed. Because if you just get stuck in the cycle of, okay, I do this show with this company and then I go and do this show, then who are you doing it for? You're just doing it for the process. But, um, yeah, even though it's hard sometimes, take a break. Mm -hmm. And especially if, if, if you're on stage or backstage, take a break so that you can watch stuff without grinding your teeth. Because, like, I, I talk to a lot of tech people and stuff because they spend hours and hours working shows, late nights, like, just feeling garbage. They're like, I can't watch shows anymore. I don't enjoy being in that space because I just associate it with times where, where I felt really burnt out. So, yeah, yeah, it all comes back to taking a break. And same with running, too. Make sure you have your rest days and uh, stretch. Mmm, great. Well, can you... As an artist, can mm. you run out of juice? And I guess that kind of ties into being burnt out. And when you run out of juice and creativity, mm. how, for you personally, how do you get it back? I mean, again, it's it's that taking a break and it's it's kind of like the next project or the next thing, it, it finds you. And it's really cheesy advice, but, you know, things you love find you when you stop looking. Oh, <laughs> but it, it, it's true, right? When we look at your journey, right? Because you didn't, you, you, you haven't always been a makeup artist. You mm. haven't always been where you are. Yeah, it, you did a one eighty, yeah. essentially. Yeah, because you were in a very different, very corporate world, and then you know it was a scary kind of spur of the moment decision. And look where you are now. Yeah. Well, I've I've found that. Sometimes things feel feel right, mm. um, but also getting like when I make decisions, I've I've turned down a lot of 
big decisions. And, mm. You know, when we get we get FOMO. Yeah. When you say no to this huge opportunity, it's allowing more or better yeah. things to come in its place. So if I say, hey, there's a show on next week and they want me for the whole week, and I say, oh, no. It's not that that week's going to be empty. It's just opening it up in case things yeah. that are bit more better aligned with me or things that are... Um, more exciting and sometimes if it not it's it's seen as a break that's yeah. how I that's how I look at my time if if I say no and there's a gap or if nothing happens and there's a gap and it doesn't fill it's you know it's time off and it's yeah. time for me to switch off which which happened over the summer which it was really nice yeah yeah <laughs> much much needed and I mean it's because I'm of a you know, I'm not as freelance as you, and I envy you, and well, I admire you because I don't know if I could do it. Because I'm very much I commit to something. Not that you don't, because every project you do, you commit to, but it's it's a lot shorter term. Whereas me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to produce this show. It's going to be my life for like four months, mm. and then you do this big thing, and then you're like, oh my god, never again. Two months later, you sign on to the next thing. And so I feel like, you know, potentially a thing I could do to get out of my comfort zone is to, to do more things in shorter stints as opposed to, you know, long-term projects. Because mm. I'm always complaining about how I don't have time. Yeah. Also, um, trying it with different people. Yeah. 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 And then when, yeah, because do, do you have a support network? Like, who, who are your cheerleaders and, like, who do you kind of turn to when, when yeah. the going gets tough and you're feeling burnt out? Oh, uh, I mean, you're up there. Uh, Missy and my partner Jeremy, they get the full blast of it most of the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes my colleagues. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, 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 it's, a, it's a pretty small circle. Yeah. I feel like I'm one of your cheerleaders. Well, touche. Well, because we... When we get together, <laughs> we do. Eh? We just like offload, offload the yeah. amount of tea that, <laughs> that gets is spilt. Yeah, it's great. It's refreshing, and yeah. I've been having this thought a lot recently about friendships that, um, friendships that don't require, you know, like we we don't text each other. No, we don't message each other. It's quite sporadic. Yeah, but when we do sit down, yeah. We can't shut up. It's like yeah. that, that waitress who tried taking our order and we had to, like, <laughs> we literally had to tell ourselves, yeah, let's look at this menu now yeah, and we have to be on it by the time she comes yeah. back. And I think we told her we're, like, come back, like, time two minutes and if we say we're not ready, just stand there until we decide. Yeah. Because otherwise we would, yeah. Other, otherwise we will point to something on the menu and order it because we yeah. can't, Yeah. So, I mean, even today, you know, it's it's been a challenge because, I mean, this could be a four-hour episode if we wanted it to be. A hundred percent. I mean, how, like, how do you see artists, like, supporting each other? So how can, okay. like, a listener, how can someone in the community, how can someone like me mm. support things that are going on in either their community or the wider community? That's a good question. Um, I would say collaborate. If you don't, if you haven't, 
collaborated with other people and as you said Kirsty worked with people you haven't before give it a crack I mean obviously like test it out don't just pick a random stranger and be like okay I'm attached to you and your projects now mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah keep collaborating uh, I mentioned this before but step like keep stepping out of your comfort zone uh, just because it's not what you usually do slash how you usually work doesn't mean you can't it doesn't mean you're not capable of change it doesn't mean that doing things differently won't work or won't achieve the same thing it might be a different route but it might not be a bad route you know mm. that was quite metaphory i love it <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i guess that's that's my advice do, do you have anything to add on that question because it's good like around supporting people yeah well and like encouraging others you know yeah i think it's so easy for all of us to Compare, and I'm very guilty of it. And mm. looking at people as competitors, yeah. But in actuality, you know, we're all doing our own thing in our own lane. Yeah, like, and it's it's not a competition, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and our our lives, our careers move at different speeds and in mm. different directions. Like quite often. I would look at someone and be like, why why aren't I getting those opportunities? Or how come they're doing this and I'm not? And it was, yeah, it, it takes so long to step out of that mindset. But as, you know, we, as we look at the things that we create, it's personal and we do it in our own way. So mm. we can't really compare it to the way someone does it and we can't compare... You know, everyone's life situations are different. Someone, you know, me as someone who's starting their career, I can't compare myself to someone who's been in the game for 10 years or I mm. can't compare myself to someone who's just started. They've got children, they've got a mortgage because, well, their priorities are different. So yeah. their decisions in their life and career will be different. So I think we all just kind of have to, like, acknowledge our own yeah, the way we do things and, like, the speed and the trajectory that we all take. Words to live by. I mean, I, I want to say straight out the gate something that I, you know, should have said and am going to say is you automatically said don't compare yourself to others. And I wanted to add a kind of precursor to that. Go and see other people's stuff. Go see other people's plays. Support other people's art. Support your mates. Mm. You know, because I feel like that's the thing. We get in our own little kind of silos and we're just like, I'm doing my thing. If it's not to do with me or to do with this company or my specific set of mates, then I'm not interested in it. Yeah. But it's, you know, I think the kind of internal like, oh, if I go see this, I'm just going to compare, you know, that's all I'm going to be thinking about, comparing myself to them and vice versa prevents people from kind of going to see stuff or stepping out of their comfort zone and seeing stuff they don't want to see. Yeah, and even people who are who are doing the same things as you or mm. who, someone who you would label as a competitor, Yeah, invite them out for a coffee or a, yeah. you know, play date or whatever. You know, sometimes I'll message someone on Instagram and I'll be like, hey, would you be keen to, like... Um, do like a little creative session. So yeah. 
using that as opportunities to learn as well as connect. Yeah, because it's so easy to support your friends, but so much harder to support someone who you see as a competitor. Well, I see, like, some of the stuff we've gone to see, we've had no ties to anyone in the cast. No, like, we're just like, oh, this looks fun. And then... Eurovision 2020? Yeah, 2019? I don't know. 21 or 2020? Sorry, Fiona. Friend of the show, Fiona Graves, who was my guest for Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, incredible. (sighs) That that started our trajectory of just going to random shows and stuff and having a ball. But it's interesting now. You know, I went there not knowing anyone, but now when I see these people in shows... I automatically associate them with the character they played in Eurovision. I'm like, they were the person in Germany or, you know, that kind of thing. It's it's always the way it goes. But, um, bro, we're almost out of time. Oh, okay. Is there anything else you want to cover or do you you want me to chuck a track on? Hey, I'm ready to to pass this baton over to you because I've I've felt very privileged to be able to sit here and ask you questions and pick your brain and, you know. This has been a great way to start the year. Yeah. It's been lovely. And, um, you know, I look forward to uh, checking back in in about six months' time, mate. Mm-hmm. See where, see where we're at? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Maybe I might get to host that time. No, I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding. But, um, hey, if you want to be a guest host and uh, do the show without me sometime, be a sub-host, I reckon you've got the making for <laughs> Is it. Is this um, in case you get unwell or sick? Yeah, or, or want to go on holiday. <gasps> Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Hannah's on a beach in Fiji and Kirsty's in the studio yeah. with the lava lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Billy Joel over and over again. And next up is my life. But um, I haven't got Billy Joel to end the show. No, that's fine. I've got another TikTok banger. Oh. Uh, it's Beyonce track. Cuff it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I'm, now I'm proving how much time I spend on TikTok. Oh, no. Hey, it's all good. Uh, but... Again, thanks so much for spending uh, today with me, mate. Thanks for having me again. And uh, to all you guys out there, um, stay safe, take care, and um, I'll see you next Tuesday. Uh, Matuwa, team. Harira. I feel like falling in love. I'm in the mood to roll something up. I need some drink in my cup. Hey. I'm in the mood to pour something up I wanna go missing I need a prescription I wanna go higher Can I sit on top of you? I wanna go where nobody's been Have you ever had fun like this? We're gonna roll up tonight Black lights Show up, 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 show up,
I'll clean it up. Go where nobody's been. Go where nobody's been. Have you ever had fun like this? Have you ever had fun? I wanna go missing. I need a prescription. I wanna go higher. Gonna sit on top of you. Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.